what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Welcome back to the Artillery Podcast. Jordan couldn't make it today. That's a false statement. That's a lie. I'm right here. He's, that's, he's right in front of me. But I'm back. If you don't know who this is by their voice. It's Ben. I'm back. Ben's back. I was on leave. Leave of um, absence. We, we, we put Ben on a leave of absence I for, his, uh, for his Snapchat privileges. What? What? No, I don't even know what we're doing. <laughs> Was it was it the incident from the bathroom? No, no, the locker room. No, uh, that b- school bus. We're not going to mention it over the air. Oh God. Well, it's okay though. We have a guest, David, here today. We do. David, the David Royal is here, baby. He's a first time. Uh, he's not a guest. He's going to be a contributor now to the Artillery Podcast. David Royal, welcome into the podcast, buddy. Let me just start off by saying that this is truly a dream come <laughs> true. Uh, it is an honor. Yeah. And I hope I do not squander the right to be on this great podcast. I don't think you'll squander it. You might actually take Warren or Austin's place. Have uh, you uh, Have you explained to him our extensive hazing process? Yeah. The, well, you've already failed at the first hazing because you're supposed to bring a six-pack of beer. And you didn't That's all right. That. We, can, we can excuse that. Yeah. You get one strike and you're out. Okay. So and the next, next strike next one. <laughs> so so, so, so get the <laughs> hell out. Good night, guys. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, David Royal is a champion, literally a champion, and uh, probably one of the most riveting sporting events <laughs> in the entire world. Um, Featured you, on you, ESPN. You strive for greatness. Show. You put in so much hard work, David Royal. Can you tell the people what you are a champion of? Well, everybody. <laughs> I am the 2016 Limestone Valley Mower, and yes, that is Mower, <laughs> as in Lawnmower Racing Champion. A lot of hard mower, work went yeah. into it. Would you like to thank your sponsors right now? Uh, I'd like to thank my sponsors. Um, <laughs> America. America. Freedom. And uh, God? capitalism that put the money in my pocket <laughs> to help uh, you know, fund my racing. So yeah. really... I owe it all to the U.S. government. There you go. Beautiful. Well said. Well said. Um, Glad you're a part of us. David Royal is a, uh, for those of you that have listened to the podcast, know I'm an avid NASCAR watcher. And David is one of two friends that I can actually text on a Sunday and talk about NASCAR. And or Saturday night. And or Saturday night, yeah, given if it's a night race. Yes, yep. But uh, he's, uh, he's finally weaseled his way into the podcast life with us. 
And we're happy to I have you, I thought we invited David. him. We did. Okay. Well, we well, I mean, he always guilt tripped. Put like, it on record. No, David always... ask. David has always guilt tripped me <coughs> for the past guilt, year and a half. Guilt tripped. I had, I had a little you thing You choked up because you had, just no, lied. I had a thing in my throat. <laughs> First of all, I never guilt tripped <laughs> You're always like, oh, when am I, I going to be part of the artillery? About the podcast. Yeah. I just wanted to be a part of the team. Yeah, it's true. I just wanted to help. You did. I wanted uh, to be a valid. soldier in the artillery. And my always response was infantry, what? Infantry, artillery. Uh, artillery not the good. infantry. We're the artillery. We're the artillery. And my response was always, if I can see one tweet on your personal account that doesn't have a typo in it, I might let <laughs> I might let you do something with the artillery. And you've gotten better. I have. You've well, improved. What I've learned it's is that people who yeah. have uh, proper grammar and everything in tweets, they don't go viral for some reason. They don't. That's Especially true. like the ones that we have maybe one little slip up on, like on the artillery end. Those are the ones that get like a thousand retweets, and then it's like, damn, I wish I'd go back and edit that one little mistake. Right, but I think the people of Twitter want to know that we're human and we make mistakes too. We are. But I mean, we're look, not. Look at how we're big not human. Uh, no. Kofifi got. Kofifi, yeah. I mean, That's that true. was an overnight sensation. Yeah, it was. And that was a typo, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But you're here, so it doesn't matter. That's right. Uh, it's an honor. So let's just, go, let's just start talking some hockey, boys. Lots of things have gone down since our last podcast. CBJ's been golfing for a few weeks now. They have been golfing. Uh, they've been. Bob's on vacation. Bob is on vacation. It's been um, nice and hot and humid in the great state of Ohio. It's been hot and humid, and you know where else it's hot at? Probably Las Vegas. Just like their <laughs> hockey team. <laughs> <laughs> my segue there. Ooh. Yeah. I uh, so I don't know how to feel about Vegas, and ultimately I am dead inside because the Blue Jackets, we've suffered for 18 years. But you know what? It's kind of like I don't fault Vegas. I don't fault the league for any of it. I think it's a cool story. But the when it comes down to it, I'm a little salty. I get where you're coming from with that, but I'm just excited. That you don't see this anywhere. No. The only problem I have is that does it make the NHL look like a whole different team could come in, brand not brand new guys obviously, but brand new team out of nowhere, and then here you are with the Stanley Cup final. In your yeah. first season. First season. I love it. I don't feel as bad. Oh, sure, we've we've gone through misery for, I want to say, 14 of the 18 years. I mean, even and the playoffs even, are kind of misery. I, I was going to get The to Red Wings was a sweep. Yeah. I don't care. We, they Red Wings, they had everybody good. I know. They, didn't they win the cup that year? Yeah. So if, if, uh, if Washington can win tonight, so we're doing this on Wednesday night, and they go on to win the cup, we will have played – Back Pittsburgh, they won a cup when we played them in the first round. Washington would won a cup. We played in the first round. The Red Wings have won a cup if we played them in the first round. So, ultimately, the Jackets are playing the toughest opponents every time we are in the first round of the damn playoffs. A lot of speculation, but wrong. I agree with that 110%. Yeah. It is, yeah. Absolutely. So, here's kind of my opinion on Vegas, and this is why – I've seen a lot of negativity from the Blue Jackets fan base about this. If you guys don't follow David Royal on Twitter, you should. He's really very opinionated. I have some hot takes. <laughs> some lot of hot takes. Um, but Las Vegas, when they became an expansion, they got they hit the jackpot as far as the draft or not the draft lottery, but as far as the expansion draft goes. Yeah. If you go back when the Jackets and the Wild both came into the league at the same time, both those teams did not get 
a quarter of the team no. that Vegas has now. And at the same time, they had to share, too. Yeah. And, I mean, if you look at Vegas, they got a Stanley Cup winning goalie. Yeah. And they got... Which, you by know. the way, I really like the fact that Mark Andre Fleury, who's no longer with Pittsburgh, is doing this with Vegas. I agree. He's going to go for three 100%. cups in a row You're without right. Pittsburgh. And uh, like, it, and this this might get me some uh, get me some hate, but I'll say it, and uh, I'm sure people probably agree with me. This Vegas team now, on paper, is better than the Jackets team that we had this year. On paper, yeah, and. When you play, Vegas has played with great chemistry right out the gate. And when you pile in all that skill on one team and they start clicking like that, you're going to yeah. have a situation where they're in. You, where they're, you know, like you one, know. Uh, a reason I feel like they've all clicked, because they all had one thing in common. They were a team of rejects. Yeah. And they're like, all right, we'll, we'll own this identity. That'll be us. And screw the rest of you guys that didn't want us. Look at us now. I agree. And also, I said from day one when Vegas became an expansion that the Jackets should lock up Carlson. Yeah. Because if they let him go, they were going to regret it. And look what happened. Yeah. Absolutely. But what's crazy is if you look at Vegas, there's so many ties to the Blue Jackets. I don't mean to, like, make this about the Blue Jackets, but Gerard Gallant, former head head coach coach of the Jackets. Yeah. uh, Marsha Salt. Yeah. Former player of the Jackets at the Jackets. By the way, him getting out of away. that Lamborghini with the uh, Vegas logo on it, I thought was. I hope that's not his real car. If it I was a if I was a national hockey, a it had to have been. If I'm a national hockey Absolutely. player, I'm not going to wrap my car in the yeah. team that I there, r- or play for. I guarantee you, whoever the owner of the Knights is, probably bought that car as yeah. a promo. It was like you know the hottest player on the team right now. Gets Which to the whole. Him getting – or him being an option in the expansion draft was kind of confusing because he was coming off a hell of a season. He had like 30-some goals like last year too. So it was kind of odd that – Well, look at James Neal from yeah. – it was crazy that Nashville let him go with yeah. him being as you know pivotal of a player as he was on the Nashville team. Yeah. Sometimes you just but have to make the sacrifices. I don't like too. how the uh, the process is personally. I think that they should protect, be able to protect more players. Yeah, yeah. As teams, and I'm not saying that Vegas, they they picked who they picked their right pool. Yeah. It, not every player would have. All right, let's put it like this: not every player that got picked was an. Oh, for sure, we're going to protect that guy. Yeah. There was a few. I don't know. I mean, what you got one goalie, so I I get flurry. That's fine. Carlson, I, gotta be I agree honest. with you. I, I think we should have protected him hard. I didn't even know the statutes of what allowed certain players to be drafted by an expansion team. I don't know how the expansion draft works. But Nobody knows. I knew. But we all watch it, and we just say, oh, okay. As much as I love Josh Anderson, I knew Carlson should have gotten the tag instead. Um, See, at the moment, I didn't think that. I love Carlson. As a Blue Jacket, I mean, knowing what he's doing now, yeah, hell, I would love to have him back. But at the moment, I was a and I was Team Anderson. I was like, if we can, if we can protect somebody, absolutely protect Anderson. He's a big body. I feel like he's kind of Nash esque. Very Nash esque. We've yeah, talked about. Yeah, that. we have big physical, speedy physical player. guy. He's uh, he actually maybe plays defense, something that Rick Nash yep. didn't do. But he That's has true. kind of an offensive side, kind of like a Nash. 
So I was a Team Anderson guy, but at the same time, I loved Carlson as a jacket, and I he was I hated I to see him go. I didn't want Team IKEA to yes. be broken up, and they were broken up. Now, it it breaks my heart that. You know, and granted, you know, everything happens for a reason, and maybe we wouldn't have ended up with Panarin if we still had Carlson, but could you imagine having Panarin, (laughs) Cam, and Carlson on the same line? line? Oh, my God. That's, we'll see, Carlson had 40 goals this year. Not say he would have 40 with the Jackets, but he had 40 goals. Would you call that the cap line or the pack line? Right there, that's 100 goals. Yeah, easily. For one line. Easily. I think Vegas had that on that first line with them. I wouldn't be surprised. With, with Marsha Saul and Carlson, whoever else is on the first line with them. But they I don't got, know. They got lucky. That's all it is. Like I said, I'm dead inside. I don't know. I don't have feelings towards Vegas. I honestly, it, if it, I'm going to be it honest. It pains me to, to want to root for them because I don't want to. I wanted, as soon as the Jackets got eliminated, I wanted. Vegas. I wanted the Capitals to go as far as they could, just yeah. so it makes I'm the Jackets look right there. a little bit better. And am I a bad guy to say that I want to see Ovechkin make it to the Stanley Cup Finals? Yeah. I think I he, know, he, he deserves he, it. He, yeah. To me, he has been. I, don't, I have a problem. With that. I don't think so. I, I, I don't. I don't. Not either. one bit. To me, he has been. If he would have played defense for the majority of the his career instead of not playing defense, he would be head and shoulders better than Crosby. Yeah. He would be the greatest player in the world right now. And I still think he low-key is. For sure, um, in my opinion. But yeah. he went through spells of having a terrible plus-minus, and it just showed that he didn't show effort in getting back to, you know, play defense, stuff like that, which you're going to have that with a player, you know, of his caliber. And if he wins the cup, I'm happy for him. I'm yeah. happy it's for him, too. Yeah. He, he, he deserves it. Fucking time. I have no no – I have no I mean, bad blood. I don't the Washington series that was exciting yeah. hockey. Yeah. Yeah. I was ex- that had me A lot of people were seat. I mean now that the series are in now it's probably different but uh people were saying that the Jackets essentially gave Washington the toughest battle thus far I'd say of any I'd team agree because that, they didn't yeah. roll over us. We took them to double overtimes. I mean, we were other than consistent. Yeah. That took a lot out of both teams. Yeah. To and me, the, the only team that will, has come closer has been Tampa. I yeah. mean, Tampa's well, – And then look at Tampa, though. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful team. And game seven tonight. So, we'll Speaking see what of happens. Blue Jackets, we'll Todd Richards is on their bench. Um, so, some big offseason decisions. Well, I mean, it kind of got squashed tonight or today. Uh, this is a contract year for old Bob. And a lot of Twitter – Rumors and people talking and making articles and Bob's a hot topic right now, and I've even seen people throw out the idea: oh, maybe we trade Bob, bring up this Elvis kid, let him get a shot at uh, an NHL NHL level. Um, I don't see that happening now, especially since Elvis just came out with a tweet saying that uh, he's going to stick where he's at now for another year. Which then I peg the question, we get one more year of Bob. Do we think if we make it to the playoffs and Bob does not show up again in the playoffs, given it's a contract year, do we let Bob go or trade him or do something with him? Absolutely not. Think my we opinion. keep him? reason why I say we keep him is we've built this team. He's, he's been on this team for about five, six years now. Yeah. Five to six seasons. We've built a lot around him. We've he's been stuck he's stuck through us. We were 
we had the wonderful seasons. We stuck through us when we weren't so hot. And that when we, that season we went 0 and 10. Started 0 and yeah. 11, whatever that was. It was 0 and it 8. Wasn't fa- what? 0 and 8. It was awful. It was, <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> whatever the fuck like, it was. It felt like we lost every game for two months yeah. straight. I lost my soul. I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah. Regardless, he's such a stellar performer. And the, he, he gave me one of my greatest shootout memories of all time. Wasn't when he played for the Blue Jackets now. This was on the Olympic scale oh, yeah. back when Oshie and him went five rounds, yeah. six rounds, just hit those two back and forth. Yeah. That was incredible. I'll never forget that. And it made me truly understand and appreciate how good Sergei Bobrovsky was after he crawled out of Philadelphia, came to us, and how we just realized, like I said, realized how good he was. You don't know how good somebody is until you play against them. Carlson. And until they're gone. And until they're gone, yes. Yeah. So in that, yeah. from that standpoint, I say the people that want to get rid of Bob or who, who thinks that, keep him. There's no reason to get rid of him. Who who do we have in our system that's proving themselves right now? You said Merce Link. Sure, he played well. Yeah. But we have a bunch of people playing well when it's not in the show. Yeah. Those weren't even NHL players over there. Not all NHL players. Some were. Some were, but yeah. not. It's probably about the It wasn't your third. country. It wasn't your Olympic teams either. Yeah. I, I, so I say you, you don't go off that. You go to the camp. You, you let it go. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you're right. I think everybody kind of want to lives in the moment, and we see a young guy like Elvis doing so well in in that tournament that everyone's like, oh, well, maybe we give him a shot. We can trade Bob and maybe get a hell of a, a forward for him or something, you know, bring up this Elvis kid. And I don't know. I think people definitely are living in the moment of it, and I can I see the frustration. I mean, don't get me wrong. Bob is an amazing goaltender, two-time Vesna guy. Has he really shown up in the playoffs? Is it all his fault in the playoffs? No, but has he shown up in the play? I think I don't think we see the Bob that we all know in the playoffs. I, I can feel agree like with he's, that. I think he struggles a little bit. That that, and that I think that's where people's frustration is stemmed. I that's where I, that's why I'm in kind of a limbo in this whole Bob situation because I've seen him, you know, year after year play phenomenal in the regular season and play trashy in the regular season too. But then once playoffs comes, it's just like he he shows glimmers of being, you know, your star elite goalie. And then he also shows like he, you know, a fringe starter goalie. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, even, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know how many, I don't know if he ever went to the playoffs with Philly um, not as a starter, I don't think. But in his career, you know, he's his goals against average in the playoffs. Not not hot. I mean, you can't you can't. That's why I think the series this year went the way it was. Is after the first two games, the offense wasn't clicking, and you can't give up three goals on average a game if you're not scoring goals. Obviously, yeah. you know, basic math. So I don't know. I like Bob. I want to give him a shot, but also it'd be interesting to, you know, for them to kind of not really put him on the block, but just kind of throw his name out there, see what offers he can they can get for him. So we give a, you know, a pretty solid forward or defenseman, and then like you know, a, not a mediocre, but you know, an average goalie. That's 
I don't even think we need know. a goalie in return. Probably not. If we I mean, we have some decent depth in our system, I um, every time I would just go trade. I would go just to even trade with like just some forward that you're guaranteed they're going to knock out. They should never eighty got rid to ninety points in Anton a season. Forsberg. If they were to trade him, I are you kidding me? I don't know. He he. Did you see him with Chicago this year? I mean, they asked, you know, that's got, a lot to got, ask out of said, What did you say about Forsberg? I said we should have never let him go. No, he got but, he got rocked in is, Chicago. Is, is he got rocked when he came up for us. He's yeah. a, he's a you know, he's a backup goalie. That's what he is, and he got thrown into a starter position. Well, and that as can a also that, goalie, that can mess with your psyche as games. a goalie, too. Uh, he's not going to – backup goalie should be – I mean, hey, when Chicago came to in, town against tonight. the Jackets, he yeah. looked pretty solid. I mean, he faced a lot of shots. I yeah, mean, that's but in good. the games, he was like what one and one and seven, one and eight, and got pulled. Now back to let's go back to Bobrovsky real quick in playoffs. Yeah, you know how many missed opportunities? I can't. I can probably count on two hands how many missed opportunities we've had in this series against Washington this year that. We would have ended the game right there, and you can't fault Bob. You got two double overtime games. You're questioning yeah. the legitimacy of Sergei Bobrovsky. No, I'm just not saying you guys, yeah. but you're, we're questioning the legitimacy of Sergei Bobrovsky in the playoffs. Why? The guy went to two double overtime games with the team that's playing going into the Stanley Cup right now. That's playing for that that game in. Yeah, no, you're it's, not you're not wrong. So I just I mean, don't see just why some... people are going to sit there and question that and blame him when we had open shots, wide open chances, yeah. blown opportunities, dumb penalties that turned in to oh we're faulting Bob. Not nobody's no, faulting for sure. Bob. I mean, yeah, well you you we got to blame him because he let us down in Pittsburgh twice, and that's that's where I they're coming in. I don't think. Bob ever let us down. That's ever. what people are saying. I know. Well, I don't know. That's that's that's. I don't the, think you know, he let us down. Twitter. You know, he definitely. It's you win as a team, you lose as a team. Absolutely. But I think the frustration came. I from think we just don't see Bob at his strongest and absolute best. Although he's probably going into the game with that mindset, no question. Every game. And but I think we haven't seen the Vesna winning trophy Bob show up ever in the playoffs. Well, that's where I was going to say the frustration comes from. Is I think it's I think it's not that it's not the the saves he makes. It's the it's the goals he lets up. The type of goals that should be for an elite Vesna winning trophy should be saves that he should make. Yeah, the last in garbage time. I think the, the, he, the last Capitals game at home where we got officially eliminated. I think the last three goals were just absolute garbage. Yeah, like it, I mean, he was standing on his head for the first two and a half periods. And make offense an unbelievable save. Uh, that, that, yeah, that's fine. When they start peppering. Uh, yeah, okay, the offense may not not produce, but then at the same time. You can't put the whole thing. You're I'm not putting it on Bob. I I'm know. just saying like the last two, three goals the Capitals scored were goalies that probably a, one, a high school goalie could have stopped. Okay, beyond, the high, beyond an empty netter. Okay. So the I, I don't know. Being there watching it, I know you guys are there. I just, from where I was watching, we could have played it better as a team. Yeah. And then, in my and opinion, even Torts threw it out there. He said, "Could Bob have done better?" Yeah, of course he could have. So. Everybody could have done better. Yeah. That, that, whoever asked that question, I don't who, know. Whoever asked that question, that's a, that's a loaded, stupid question. But the <laughs> thing is, Torts, oh, Torts we loves lost loaded questions. Oh, I know, well, absolutely. <laughs> but, but the <laughs> thing is, is if you if still if you go back and look at the entire series and you look at some of the goals that Bob gave up, they are like. 
you know, goals that are like, come on, man. Like, yeah. if you're if you're an elite starter goalie and you got two Vesnas, you gotta you gotta make those saves. Right, but I'm just saying. I'm on team David. You gotta make those <laughs> saves, but as how are you gonna put I mean, that on not, Bob? I'm not trying to put it on Bob. I'm just saying yeah, that you're, like you're absolutely putting it on. Bob. <laughs> you, you're, you put there the, are moments as a goaltender, if you are an elite goaltender, you are just expected to make routine saves, and sometimes Bob's let he lets in the routine plays. I think that's what David's getting at. That's what yeah. I'm getting at. We, we, there are moments where Bob gonna do that. shows brilliance. What goalie has not done that? Okay, but the best of the best can get you to the finals and get you a win in the playoff look at, series. Look at Bob the saves Holtby made. Yeah, yeah, Bob made the same saves. But not, mm. not good Holtby enough. Holtby led in the same Holtby, goals. Holtby got, us, got him in the next round. We were stuck here talking about it. Our offense didn't produce enough. Yeah. We weren't clicking. I agree with that. We the, couldn't finish games. We had two games going to double overtime. I agree with the offense not producing enough, but the point behind that is is with the offense not producing, you can't let in an average of three goals. Well, if game. your offense isn't yeah. producing, let, let me ask you this. If your offense isn't producing, who's got the puck if that's the case? The other team. You can't or just the jackets in the other zone and we Bob, can't Bob figure it out. Bob played every single the puck game. Shoot the damn fucking puck, puck Wenberg. Which by the way, our speaking of shoot, our merchandise is fifty percent off right now. We have some shoot shirt lefts. So that uh, that didn't sound right. Shoot some shirts shoot left. Shirts left. Lampapparel.com, CBJ Artillery. Go get yourself. Grab them. All up. right, go ahead, get your point. Sorry. Get some for your friends. What I'm saying is I, I you know what, fuck, I lost my point. Oh, sorry. Damn it. My bad. It's all right. Regardless, it I don't think something to do with Bob. the other team having the puck. Can you yeah. imagine, though, if Yarmo just threw his balls out and traded Bob in the offseason? Could you imagine See, that's the backlash in this city? Unless, the Columbus would burn down. I know. Unless you got a. Columbus hockey would burn down. Yeah. Bo- the like guys. Borderline elite uh, style goalie for him. That's yeah. that that. That's the point I was gonna make earlier, but I kind of forgot to. Is is you can't throw in the towel with Bob this early because no. then you're just basically if you don't get a good goalie for him, you're basically throwing this season away. Or as a, I if I was Bob and I heard, oh hey, I'm on the trading block, that, that hurt happy. my morale. Oh, absolutely. I would be like, why should I give you as my you know? Yeah. Now honestly, why 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 should you? Because right now we're paying well, you five right. million dollars. It goes dollars. one of two ways. That's why you should. Well, of course, yeah. I'm just saying. But you're a professional athlete. That hurts my confidence because my team doesn't believe no. in me. You're a now professional we a athlete. Coach. You gotta suck it up. Some yeah. people don't if think you're like that. Getting paid million dollars. I hundred ten percent agree with you. But I want to know what the new goalie coach is going to bring into this. Have we announced him yet? I haven't paid attention, dude. I work all the time. Either have I. I haven't been on Twitter a lot know. for hockey Twitter. I would. Least. I just want to see uh, Blue Jackets Twitter if we ever traded Bob. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Can we, uh, little boomers out there, let's just say breaking news, Bobrovsky is traded. I want to see everybody's timelines <laughs> flood with what the hell's going on uh, or your thoughts. We're gonna we're gonna mock be, scenario. We're no better see, than CNN. We're spreading fake news here. This babe. is uh, come on. I said mock scenario. Oh, mock scenario. Yeah, see, of course. Got it, got you it, guys it. are looking at a uh, a fan base. No offense, because I am part of that fan base. But you're talking about a fan base who absolutely loves Bob. And freaked out when they traded Bull, so they literally <laughs> would tear this country yeah. or tear this city down. <laughs> yeah, they would. I mean, Bull. Oh God, was that's so true. 
a cone <laughs> out there, basically. And <laughs> they almost turned Nationwide Arena. You know what, though? Bull had down. heart, and that's something you can't get well, in some players you know, these days. Favorite Jared Bull memory besides his fights? We're gonna, we're gonna. Oh, we gotta a, think of something. We're gonna do, yeah, think oh, of something man. real quick. Uh, Mine was when Nikita. This was uh, 2013, 2014 season. Nikita Nikitin takes a slap shot, falls over as he takes a slap shot. Jared bowls down right in the crease. I think he trips or does something, but as he trips, his stick hits the puck in. Yeah, and he scored a goal. <laughs> I lost my. I damn bet the mind. whole arena went crazy. It was the most broken play I've ever seen in yeah. hockey. It looked like something you'd see on the Mighty Ducks before um, <laughs> Coach Bombay showed up. Yeah. <laughs> and that doesn't surprise me, especially with Nikita Nikitin involved in that. Holy hell. It was the best. He takes a slap shot, falls over. Jared Bull falls over. Puck falls in off his stick. Yeah. How does it happen? I don't know. Jared Bull but happened. I love it. That's why. That's, yep. That's, that's uh, my favorite Jared Bull moment was non-fight related. When he was a healthy scratch at a game that I was at, and I got in the elevator, and he walked in right behind me in a suit. He was going out to press level. Nice. And he, we just kind of nodded, say, "Hey, how you doing? And what about what about our business?" I wouldn't ask. I wouldn't ask him how he's doing. He's got a healthy scratch. Oh, he's probably pissed. <laughs> I want him like shove me against the elevator. But yeah, I would have asked. Nice for guy. A, I would have asked for a picture. You know. Uh, I think that was like, I had a I had a phone, because this this was probably my high school days. So I think I was like a freshman or sophomore. Jesus so Murphy. like that's when I had like my Razor flip phone. So like pic- pictures weren't like a big deal back then because like the phones were shit, on the uh, like the 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 cameras were shit on the sure. phones. Yeah, everybody. So I didn't know what to think about it, you know. Yeah, that's when people that's actually carried have. cameras with them. Now they don't do that. Yeah. David Royal, do you have a favorite chair uh, bowl moment? <laughs> I got to be honest. Uh, well, it's funny because uh, when I was a young a young boomer. Uh, he was like one of my favorite players, but it's because he fought all the time. Absolutely, yeah, good. Everybody loved him. But um, yeah. I mean, I can't really think of any. I mean, when he came back to Columbus, the little tribute they had to him or had for him that was pretty cool. Um, but I don't really have a moment that really stuck out to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. One I mean, of the biggest moments I enjoyed the most from Bowl was him and him and Tutu. Oh, got in a fight. I was, oh, absolutely. I was literally about to point to that. <laughs> yeah. That was. It's probably the best. one of my favorite moments. Two heavy hitters going at each Let other. Let me ask you guys this. Jared Bull got a tribute video. I don't think I'm going to pull up his stats right now. <laughs> I can William only Carlson got the shaft because he only scored six goals the year before, and he was much more of an on-ice contributor than Jared Bull was. I think it was the fact that Bull had longevity with the team. And the, Bull the was fan base probably worshipped eight, him. Nine, ten years. I mean, he grew up with he was uh, drafted in 05. And when did he leave? What, two years ago? Yeah, something like something that. Like yeah, that. So about yeah, 10 years. No, he got uh, traded to Anaheim, Anaheim as uh, part of the Carlson trade. Yeah. Yes. So that's, it all comes kind of. It all comes around. down to yeah. 579 games played and 28 goals. And you're telling me Carlson couldn't get a goddamn video? <laughs> all, all I got to say is, is, to that point, look at like the two most beloved. Blue Jackets players, Jody Shelley and Jared Bull. Neither one of them contributed offensively a whole lot. <laughs> Does that say a lot that's about our I, franchise? Because people that's want the, the violence. That's all they, let's, yeah. Columbus is very they, – they're, they're, Let's just get a team of brawlers, man. Yeah. I'll be like uh, – If we're not going to win, we're going to beat the shit out of you physically, not on the scoreboard. 
like when he's. Uh, All right, we got to change topics. We we're rambling. <laughs> uh, so some other things that came out during the uh, IIHF Worlds. I thought you were going to talk about the tapeworm that came no, out. No, not. <laughs> we'll, 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 we will that talk about it. That would have been the perfect uh, segue. To All right, I mean, we can, we can talk about it. No, let's. What's his name? Carson Meyer. Carson Meyer from uh, University of, or Miami University, sorry. Uh, yeah, he just. Isn't he transferring to Ohio State? He is. Good. Transferring to Ohio State. He just, uh, he's a Blue Jackets prospect, and he apparently wasn't feeling so hot for a while and was very fatigued and didn't know what was happening and he just shit out a 25 inch tapeworm. The team named it. The team named it, uh,. What was he's, his name? He's our new mascot. <laughs> he's he's the new Smooth mascot. Move over, uh, Stinger. Uh, Tommy, I forget what it, they named Somebody him. Somebody pull that up. I, uh, I, I tweeted wasn't even it. Paying attention I don't name. remember. I, I didn't even pay attention to the name of it. Either. That's just wrong. I mean, I let me see. But here. regardless, I got you. You got me. I think Carson, if you're out there listening, tape. Tim. Uh, his name's Teddy. 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 Yeah. Teddy the tape. Carson, <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you're the, out there listening to the podcast, that, bro. that's funny because that reminds me of a moment that I had. Uh, my brief stint playing high school baseball. Um, I was a, I mean, I played my entire high school career, but I wasn't a champion. Like he was better David than Bryce Royal. Harper, kids. Yeah, I just you know I didn't want to go full. Didn't want to go. Heard his knee. Took up too much time. Couldn't get to the show. Uh, so we were. There was one practice where we were in the gym because it was raining outside, and you know how like when you flip on the gym lights, they take a second to come on. They're like those fluorescent lights that you know mm-hmm. they take a second. Naturally. So they were like half on. And one of my best friends, Eli, throws the baseball at me. Don't see it coming. Like, it's just completely lost in the lights because it's, it's like the light and the ball, they all the same color just matched. Hit me right in the head. And uh, ended up having, like, a, a bump up on my head. It was fairly sizable. And uh, had to get it removed. Like, it, w- it was just like a big old clot of blood. Like, it wouldn't a go away. Hematoma? Maybe whatever they're assist. called. I don't know what the hell it was. But I had, but my baseball team named it. They named it Lenny. <laughs> so, uh, so funny. I had, I had me and Lenny were uh, part of the team for Jordan's second head. Pretty gone. much, it was. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't like I, I could put my hat over it. You wouldn't see it. But uh, I had to get it removed, and I got like a couple stitches there. But yeah, old Lenny. It's That's uh, what that what it reminded me of. That as soon as I saw the team named it is Tapeworm Teddy, reminded me Teddy of that. Teddy the Tapeworm. All right, back on. Let's let's veer off. From okay. the, the shit. Uh, so apparently Cam Atkinson and uh, Patrick Kane are best friends now. Uh, I don't like Patrick Kane. Well, we know why you don't like him. Why don't you like him? I don't know this story. <laughs> the rape allegations won, and he oh, beat up a cabbie over like 78 on. cents. To Everybody's young once. Everybody's young and stupid. He didn't get, didn't didn't get prosecuted. Get You're innocent, I know. Until, I, innocent that's until proven fine. guilty, baby. That's fine, but he's. I just don't like the guy. But uh, so apparently Patrick Kane has convinced Cam Atkinson that he should change his number from 13 to 89, which happens to be Atkinson's birth year. I, you know what? Do we care if Atkinson changes his number? I, I don't I, care, I, but I think it'll be funny because there's so many people that are probably going, oh, I don't want to buy a jersey because people are going to get traded. Yeah. Well, now you don't want to buy a jersey because no, there's not going to be any trades in the offseason now. Watch. And then that, that's, that's how it works. They're going to yeah. get you to get a new jersey. Oh, absolutely. It's all about the money. So Cam Atkinson, eighty nine. I like it. R.I.P. Sam Gagne. Cool number. I like eighty nine. That's the year I was born, so I could dig it. I think I'd buy his number to, or buy his jersey. Which I, I mean, if you've listened to this podcast at all, you know that I'm against 
adults name jerseys. wearing name jerseys. I think about 25 and up, you got to stop wearing adult. Why? Wait, hold know. on. Are you talking about player names? Player jersey? names. No. Why? Yeah. I just think Why? it's weird. You're wearing somebody that's on your back that's I younger disagree. than you. Now, personalized jerseys. I don't want to wear the jersey of a 19 year old on my back. That like a custom name, like I think. I think I when don't, you do, I don't like own names. Or I hate, names. I hate own names. Oh, yeah. no, like I hate custom bag names. Bag, like 69. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sixty-nine like acceptable <laughs> in any <laughs> way, shape, or form. Then, like, uh, I don't know. What, what's a good name right there? If you put Titty Bill Master, on I think the only name I would get maybe is like Boomer. Boomer sixty-nine. Boomer sixty-nine. <laughs> that's actually pretty. That's the only that's acceptable awesome. one out there. I, I can't all the other ones, all other custom customized ones, personal ones. Player name ones, I'm against. I disagree with you on the player names. Yeah, I completely. I'm I'm team David again. David's two for two. I'm thinking just. I'm thinking like age 25 and up. Why? I I just don't get how that's weird. This is like a legend. Personally, personally, I should be against it because every time I get a player jersey, they end up getting traded. (laughs) (laughs) uh, And that's one reason you don't get player jerseys. Because they're going to be traded in a couple years anyways. I forgot all about Brandon Saad. That's how. It, yeah. That's how. I think a lot of people, even Chicago, forgot that he was on the team for a while. Wasn't Which sucks so because he's, I loved him. He was great before he's he came nice to Columbus. Guy. He was amazing at Chicago. Amazing with Columbus and Chicago as a whole just had a down year this year. And of course yeah. they, they deserved it. And you then, wouldn't want Patrick Kane on the Blue Jackets. No, I would not want. Would Patrick. you want Tom Wilson on the Blue Jackets? I'll take Tom Wilson over Patrick Kane. I'll take Tom I Wilson. I disagree one hundred percent. Tom Wilson's Patrick the guy Kane, you hate. Patrick Kane's a one hundred and ten percent better. Could player you imagine than Tom Wilson. having like, if you know, if, if this bromance is real, or maybe Pat, or maybe Atkinson is like, hey, maybe we could come over to the Jackets. Uh, hypothetical, probably not going to happen. I take Johnny. Could, could you imagine like Kane, Atkinson, well, Taze, on the I line? would have said you'd have to switch up some there positions. Is no maybe chance throw Atkinson at center or something. I don't know. But. I wouldn't. I I don't know. I, I don't yeah, know how I line. feel as a Blue Jacket. Yeah, fast ass Chicago. Line. It would be a fast life. Chicago has invested so much into Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze, though, that it would have to take a but lot. Every or dynasty, they would have to be every, dr- every, every dynasty eventually comes to an well, end. No, in terms but of that's what I'm saying. Is your, you want your Bobrovsky trade line? Bobrovsky for fucking Kane. <laughs> There's your stupid <laughs> trade rumor. You heard it here first. Straight up. No strings attached, straight up. That's it. I don't want Kane. I, mean, I will take Taze. How, I don't understand. I Chicago Kane. might need a goalie. I don't, I'll take Malkin. I don't I'll understand take anybody how but Crosby or Kane. Yeah. Give me underst- Carlson back. Yeah, but the thing is. Give me Blake Wheeler. You're, you're putting personal feelings over team talent right here. A, Patrick, a player like Patrick Kane could, I mean, he, I could, he could change the whole I might have to stop going to Blue Jackets games for you a while. Know, you know you That's how much. You would not because you'd see how amazing they would <laughs> no, be with Patrick Kane on the team yeah. and how, how we would I make don't a like serious Patrick run Kane. for the cup. Not, you not, not like him as much as you want. I don't like him as a person better. or a player. <laughs> well, you know. He's a great player. I just don't like him. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, gosh. Give me Johnny Taze. I'll take Johnny Taze all day. There's I like no I like Taze. of getting Taze. I, I think every team in the league I think, would want I think Chicago Taze. would get rid of Kane before it tastes. Oh, Absolutely. Would. That's what yeah. this, the same thing they do with Primarin. Yeah. I would I I'd I it'll never happen, but I'd like to see Kane on the jacket. I would personally uh, I, uh, give me because Malkin. a line with him. Give me Cam, Cam and I would be okay Redman. with Malkin. I would not welcome 
One guy I would not welcome on this team is Crosby, which I mean, would never happen. Cause see, I'm pretty. Sure, I don't know why Pittsburgh just hasn't even locked Crosby up to a lifetime contract. I'm in a weird limbo there too, because as a, I would not like to see Crosby in Columbus, but I would know that he would change the culture and talent of the team. He would change the fan base into a bunch of. It would be bags. awesome, but yeah. you know, no offense. Never, no. Crosby's not welcome here. Crosby's no, not welcome. Give me not, Ovi. Not at all. But um, I'd get over it in a couple years. If I don't he want made Drew us, Doughty either. If he made us get runs at the Stanley Cup, I'd get I, over I'm it. just thinking of players that I don't want yeah. to see on this team. Yeah, fuck Drew I'll Doughty. I'll make a long list of players. I'm calling Dang. you out, Drew Doughty. Um, so long story short, we don't give a crap if Atkinson changes his number. No, no. not one bit. <laughs> we not all, we said bit. all that to get to this. Yeah, we, yes. yeah, I don't care. I like it. You know, I think it's a dope number. That's cool. 89? Uh, yeah, I think 89 then who, is pretty my, sweet. My question is, who takes 13? Nobody. Whoever the shortest guy on the sucks. team is. No, I don't. Kidding. I don't want the tallest guy to have thirteen. You want to just be complete polar opposite. What if yes. nobody so. takes thirteen now? They just don't care. Well, well, let's don't care. fuck it. Let's retire thirteen. <laughs> Put it in the Raptors. You're still playing, Cam, but we're gonna retire the number. Oh yeah, it's eighty nine now. It's like uh, what Bulls with Jordan? Can you imagine? I thought Wizards? I thought you said Bull. Can you imagine if they retired Bulls number? Columbus would like it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it'd be like Rick Nash. I would define sixty-one. We retire Rick Nash. You see sixty-one hanging on the Raptors. Who you know he had. I'd give Tug one of the best players in the Jersey league ever. Over <laughs> Ron Tug. I'll take Ron Tugnut back over Patrick Kane. Okay, that's okay. that's a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> that is a stretch. Um, You're just letting your hate. So a lot of uh, not a lot. A couple NFL teams lately have been uh, slashing their concession stand I prices, their food prices, their beer prices, literally in half. So we're going from like $12 beers to six now. Big fan. I'm a big fan of it. And I think it's a smart move because the the way people consume their sports nowadays is a lot different from where what it was 15, 20 years ago. Sure. I mean, you have the comfort of your home where you can turn on a 60-inch TV, HD and 69 surround, 69. Sound. surround sound. Nice. Buy your own. You can buy a, a 12 pack of beer for $7.99. You can buy a whole two four a beer. See, this This is where you're going to get me fired up. The price up. of two okay, beers. Because I, I did some math. No, right? I, and I'm saying, let's, like, let's, hold on. I so, uh, yeah, no, we'll get to the math. All right. But I'm hold saying, like, you go to a Jackets game, a beer costs you 11, uh, 11 bucks for a tall boy. You want to go to the craft brew stand? 13 13 50 for a beer over a brew dog, which I'm, I would much rather have a brew dog, you know. Craft beer that, sucks, that, by, by the way. David, <laughs> shut up. No, it doesn't. That's a whole other debate. Craft beer is for commies and boys <laughs> who wear short two shorts. two and three right there. <laughs> I do wear short shorts, too, but. As long as if you can't get your family inside Nationwide Arena without spending probably eighty to a hundred bucks a head, a family of four that's a, that's what, half a mortgage payment by the that's time why you don't get out. married or have kids. Exactly, you just boom. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're on that same wavelength apparently. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, you you're probably spending a hundred bucks per for head for the night. You're doing you're doing great. <laughs> Forty fifty bucks a ticket. Then you're probably you know fifteen bucks for parking. Then you're gotcha. paying eleven bucks for a meal for your kids. Then you're you, you yourself you have a you're couple brews. You're, you're going to indulge in a couple couple brews. So you're not walking out of there for a family of four. Kid without wants spending. a jersey. Yeah, kid. I mean, that's if you're a nice. Parent. That's Christmas. Okay, yeah, you got to hold up. You wait till Christmas. But Johnny. family of kid four. Wants a t-shirt. You're spending four hundred bucks a game. Are you kidding me? Try to accommodate your fans a little more. You know, there. If without the fans, you're you're not playing hockey on. 
you know, each I feel night. Like so I wonder how much. I wonder what a profit share is like over at that's Nationwide. What I, that's my point. All right, yeah. What's your rant? Go. Okay, so you spend eleven dollars for a, a tall boy at the Blue Jackets game. That's what twenty four ounces. Yes, sir. Okay, so you can get. Okay, so at a bar, a uh, twelve ounce beer typically runs at what three fifty, four fifty sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes two seventy five. Yes. Okay, so Roosters. we're talking about Shout out Roosters. Yeah. we're talking about sponsor five Steve. to seven dollars for two beers. Okay, and now granted, twenty four ounces. That's technically two beers, but that's like an extra four to five dollars. They're making a, so. Explain this to me, Nationwide Arena. <laughs> Why do you feel the need to rob us of that extra four dollars? Yeah. If the bars around town, I'll gladly buy another beer. I mean, is it money. for safety? Is it so that they're not having people get hammered drunk, or you know, is it because oh, you get the convenience of having the beer brought to you? It's not for safety. Uh, yeah, they exactly. know that they can get it out of you. <sighs> that's just that's yeah. every. That's not just nationwide. Oh yeah, you know, it's, that's it's that's every, every sporting every venue there is. So they here. know they can get it out of you, and they're going to get it out of you. They're going to suck every penny out of you, and then they're going to probably lose. Greedy bastards. I was going to poker night a few months back, five six months back, and I went to the gas station to get some beers. Yeah. Same exact tall boys that they sell at Nationwide Arena. Probably two bucks. One dollar nineteen. One fifty. For yeah. these tall oh boys, and how I'm much like, they sell them for? Eleven dollars. I, I bought the equivalent. The guy goes, "All right, it's eleven dollars." You know, how many, whatever that is in my head. Or yeah, like seven, eight, something like stupid like that. Regardless, the guy goes, and I said, "Wow." He goes, "What?" <laughs> wow. I said, "See these two <laughs> beers? See actually, see this one beer at a Blue Jackets game, and it had the logo on it. It was like yeah. that." Yeah. At the Blue Jackets game, this is this beer costs all of this. He goes, <laughs> "What the fuck?" I said, "Dude, yeah, yeah." And then they try to they try to get you by saying, "Oh, would you like a koozie?" And you're thinking, <laughs> "Six dollars like, for you're, a yeah." Koozie? You're thinking like, "Oh, okay, cool." <coughs> yeah, <laughs> excuse uh, me. I'll like, drop oh, a dollar okay, for cool, a koozie. Yeah. yeah, two, four dollars, but even like, and they're like, "Oh, you know, those are nine bucks, right?" And I'm like, "Whoa, <laughs> nine bucks for that?" Beer? I'm saving another koozie. Uh, yeah, I'm going to save this for joking? a beer. <laughs> it is unbelievable. No, it's, it's then, stupid. And I, yeah, these. So the, the NFL is, I think, getting it right with some of these teams that are, you know, absolutely slashing their prices. Now. Accommodate your fans. If not, they're going to stop probably coming. I guarantee if you cut our concession stands in, in half, beer prices in half, you will probably have a sellout crowd every night. For sure. I think you would because I, would I, I think the ticket is worth the price. Wherever you sit, I think it's worth it. Absolutely. Now, you can get your whole family in there. If you know that you can feed them for reasonably cheap prices, I think you'll get more families. You'll get more people in there. And I think you'd pack Nationwide Arena every night. N- knowing that, you know, as a dad or a mom, that at the current prices, that you're not going to walk out of there without spending 100 bucks a head, that's going to deter- that deters people. Yep. So cater to the fans. If not, they're going to sit in their living room. They're going to order in a pizza that's going to feed a family of four for 11 bucks, probably for a large pizza. And then they're going to, like, you know, watch it on their in the comfort of their own home on their HD TV with surround sound and not have to pay 25 bucks for parking. Accommodate then, your fans a little more. If the kids get annoying, you could send them off to bed instead of being yeah. stuck with them <laughs> exactly. for three periods of hockey. And yeah. then on the drive home, when you're already stressed out because you got to wait in a damn parking garage yeah. and wait in traffic. It's uh, sorry to 
all the listeners out there <laughs> that have kids, I'm sure all your kids are lovely. And but perfect. As perfect you can tell. Angels. Remember we talked about kids? That podcast? Oh, yeah. yeah. Kids are great. Just sometimes. Hey, the sometimes on me and kick at, me. So, yeah, sometimes. I'll at, never forgive that. At the, or, uh, it's annoying as a young adult male. Or, or just female, dude. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. or a young adult to have to sit next to a kid at a nation, at, yeah. at a Blue Jackets game because you want a you're most likely hanging with your with your bros, and you, you want to be at will to cuss. You want to be at will to to drink and not make an idiot of yourself, but you yeah. know just be a, a guy being a dude. If I'm sitting here, and when you got a little four year old, yeah, kid all next I gotta to say you, is you gotta try to control all that, and sometimes it's hard. As parents, if you're gonna bring your kids to a hockey game. You better expect some cussing, yeah. okay? Don't look at me. I'm not when it's I not say because the, I'm being ignorant. Yeah. It's because I'm passionate, <laughs> damn it, okay? Because yeah. I can understand if you got somebody who's out there like MF for this, MF for that, like if repeatedly. If every other word, yeah. yeah. If, okay, I'm ta- cool. if I'm looking but at this thing, is if I say, hey, yeah. that's yeah. bullshit, or, yeah. you know, fuck that, you know, if I say if I'm not talking one to word you? in a sentence yeah. and I'm not talking to you, don't get offended. Don't yeah. tell me not to cuss because all that's going to do is have me turn around and say, I can say what the fuck I want because yeah. I paid just as much <laughs> yeah. for my ticket as you did. So, you know, don't bring your kids to games yeah. if you don't want to hear cuss words. I don't know if you okay? listened to the podcast we talked about this, but we, we said there should be a devoted family section. That's not to say that you I have agree. to yeah. sit there. Well, of course not. You know, you don't have to sit there at all. The, but if you want the cheap to seats be, are for. If you want to, av- nah, you get some rough yeah, people I guess up you there. Got a point. But <laughs> if you Too want to know that you're, gro- you're going to avoid drunk people, people cursing, there is a devoted section. They should, there should be a devoted section at every single sporting event anywhere Take where you know that 100%. it is just a family section. Take the student rush that you get, move that to a family, and move the student yeah. rush into another location. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I agree with that. Because in the mezzanine, there's it's the shoot one, it's shoot once, yeah. yeah, sure. But you have the access, a lot of event, um, the giveaways, the t-shirt guns, yeah. all yeah, that's right exactly. there too. So why not? Yeah, it's on. It's the furthest away from the cannon. That's so uh, you, if you bring your baby, baby won't. Yeah, have messed up ears. Granted, the cannon also, noise doesn't come from the cannon, but it comes from the ceiling. This Did you is guys etiquette. Know that? I didn't know that yeah. etiquette towards children. If a player throws a hockey stick over the glass, okay, it's not for somebody who's over the age of 15. (laughs) It's not for somebody over the age of 10, dude. It's not. It's for the kids. Don't be that guy, okay? We should make make a shirt. Hockey sticks are for the kids. Don't be (laughs) that douchebag that grabs a stick and runs up the aisle. And if a puck, you know, in warm-ups comes over the the glass and you happen to find it and you're an adult, Find the nearest child I next agree. to you and give it to you. Unless you take that puck off the dome. Then you've earned that, okay? Yeah, you did. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to Twitter questions now. Ooh. Let's get uh, social. I've never been part of this. Social. We got about uh, we got a, we got a handful here. I'll try to read the best ones we got. So this one, first one is from uh, always loyal listener Jared McCormick. He says, I know Jordan watches NASCAR. NASCAR caught my attention Ooh. in this tweet, so we're going to start with that. Natural. And this is the off-season listener, so if you don't like our brief NASCAR talks, you know, get over it. Uh, Love it or leave it. So I know Jordan watches NASCAR, but what about the Indy 500? I will, I will watch it. it yeah, it's I'll watch it in. I mean, what uh, else are you going to do? So he, he has any picks for who wins. He says, got to be cheering for CBJ fan Graham Rahal, also a local native. Uh, he's starting near the back, but always races better than, than he qualifies. Uh, so, yeah, no, I'll, I'll definitely watch it. Um, I'll probably tune in. I think 
I, yeah, the guy I'm definitely rooting for is Graham Ray Hall. I mean, he's a fifth liner, but somebody that I do want to see do well. And Danica her, Patrick. Danica Patrick, baby. It's her last hurrah. You know, yes, I don't want to see her uh, go down in flames. So. Although she did get she did get selected to host the ESPYs, so she she's, did. she's still going to stay relevant. Yeah, but she, she will. So, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I'm rooting for Graham, but I kind of want to see Danica go I'd out like there and lead, lead some laps. I don't have a horse or – is that the right term? Horse? A dog in the fight. A dog horse in, in the, the fight. A horse <laughs> in the race. <laughs> I'd rather have a horse in a damn fight anyway. All right? Yeah, anyway, stand behind that. I don't have a horse in the fight. Yeah, that's right. I said it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'd like to see Danica win. And you know? we got we got another NASCAR question. People Ooh, just, goody. I love it, man. I love it. Uh, Jeff Tanner, who also won uh, some free merch uh, last week, which I have yet to mail that, but I will mail it at some point for you. You'll get it by the beginning of the season probably. Uh, he says... If NASCAR is sold, what changes would you like to see under the new owners? Did you tweet, send us your NASCAR No, I questions? didn't. That's the greatest thing about it. People <laughs> I know that I like NASCAR. I like it's it. great. Uh, so, I mean, David can definitely answer part of this question, too. But uh, if NASCAR is sold, the biggest thing I want to see is uh, not so much aerodynamic restrictions on all these cars. I think we got to... Uh, we got to open it up for the for the teams to have more to work with. I think the cars are too just they're too by the book. There's not there's no wiggle room for teams to do anything with it. And I think that would be the biggest the, one of the biggest things. Another big thing I think from a uh, from a gimmicky standpoint, I would get I think I'll get rid of the playoffs. I think I'll get rid of the elimination style playoffs. I think it's it hurts the sport because I mean at in the end Sometimes the best driver's not winning the championship. Jimmy Johnson is a prime example of that. He would not have seven championships if he went back to the old point style. Jeff Gordon would have seven championships. He would not have tied Dale Earnhardt, Richard Petty for the most titles with the new, with the old format. That would have been Jeff Gordon that we would be in that same conversation. So I would get rid of the gimmicky point system, the gimmicky playoffs, and I would go back to a, the best driver in the entire season consistently gets crowned the championship. Now, uh, to piggyback off of that, um, I guess I, I shouldn't get too far into it because there aren't probably a whole lot of NASCAR fans that listen to this. Well, there's but, two questions right there. But so we, we do have this uh, weird thing that if, if we did get rid of the playoff system, we already have people complaining um, about – the same driver winning every race. Yeah. So having that, the old system, I mean, think back on it, like when Jeff Gordon won his first couple titles, at one point he he had the championship locked up like with six races oh, yeah. left. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at he Homestead, did. his pit crew or his whole team, all of them switched positions. <laughs> his crew chief, Ray Evernham, went out there and was a uh, – I think just, he was a jackman. That's just rubbing it in their and faces. And Rick Hendrick went out there and was washing his windshield and taking off the tear-off. Yeah. Um, so that that that's where my confusion would be is, like, what people would – I mean, I like the playoff system. But you know system. what? Some, some of those – but there's some of the best moments ever. That's true. When – I think it was the season that Gordon came into the sport in, like, 1992. It was – I think at Atlanta Motor Speedway, it was like Alan Kowicki, Bill Elliott racing for the title. It took all those races, 
and it came down to literally the last lap. Bill Elliott won the race, but Alan Kowicki finished like second, which yeah. gave him like the title. And so you can have moments to where it is neck and neck to the very last race, or you mm-hmm. can have moments where it's a runaway. Somebody, yeah. So I mean, it's it's a. I'd like to see something know. something different with the championship format. Um, I'd be cool if they if they stuck to now I can't remember if when they did the chase before they turned to the playoffs when they did the chase if it was the top twelve or sixteen or whatever they had if the points reset at the beginning of the chase but I'd I'd like to go back to that format because then I don't you would mind have that one like the points so you race twenty six races there mm-hmm. is a playoff the points reset. But it's not elimination. Yeah, it's that's just, what I'm saying. Is go back to the chase. Ten format races, ten race shootout. Good luck. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Cool, I'm cool with something like that. Um, but not this gimmicky. Three races, you get eliminated. Three races, four get eliminated. Three races, four get eliminated. Boom, Homestead. You know, it, you might have two bad races when you you were the most dominant car all season. You might have two bad races in, a, in yep. that elimination style and not advance in the next round, which yeah, sucks. that's true. So, um, and then just one other thing. Same thing with what Jordan was saying. Take. Uh, more spec aspects out of the cars and yep. give the team more Let the teams work with some And uh, shorten the season, uh, add more short tracks, take out some of these tracks that are absolutely pointless to be running Pocono, at. Pocono, you're down to one race. Chicago, you're out together. Yeah. I like at, how we're hating on at, Chicago. Yeah. The Good. track's shit. I mean, they're all cookie-cutter miles. I would love to see – I mean – the cup cars got to run it at places like, like, could you imagine a cup race at Gateway or Iowa? I'd love that. Like, it would be, you know, Saturday night short track racing. Yeah. I mean, the fans love Saturday night short NASCAR track racing. NASCAR got away from its roots. And the fact that when it got away from its roots, it pissed off all those fans. Or just kind of disinterested those fans, you know. They didn't really piss. They just kind of yeah. went away from it. And now, now you're seeing the results of... An era of NASCAR where it blew up so big in the 2000s where they were having 200,000 people at a race. And now you're seeing all of those fans just kind of dwindle off and not really care anymore. Now the NASCAR is away from its roots. They don't have the root fans there to support it. And now it's just kind of just there. And Absolutely. nobody knows what the hell is going wrong. Yep, I agree 100%. Right. Back to hockey. Sorry for our NASCAR talk. Actually, I'm not sorry. Sorry. I'm not sorry. Uh, I'm not sorry. So I, I, I know about the sport. I just don't, you don't know. Ben's watching you know, the Eastern Conference Finals. There is a nice uh, fight between Tom Wilson and Coburn from uh, nice. the nice. Lightning. All right, this they one comes from uh, Ernie Morris. He says, any chance we can do anything with Doobie's contract and be a player – uh, contract and be a player for Tavares. So maybe he's saying maybe we trade Dubinsky or something. Uh, probably unrealistic, but worth exploring. Um, I mean, Doobie, a lot of people think Doobie's not going to be back next year, which I think is crazy because Dubinsky has like three years left on his contract. He's such a – I think he retires it, It's such a weird yeah. position because he's shown glimpses where he can produce and be a, you know, a serious part of, you know – any line that he gets put on. And, you know, he's also shown glimpses of being a Jared Bull type player where yeah. he's out there for the physical aspect and he's not really producing on offense. Um, I think, personally, having players like that is important. Um, yeah, but in this era of Aki where 
it seems things are going more towards speed instead of physicality. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's good to open up the options. I mean, Dubinsky has been one of my favorite players since he came to Columbus, um, and that's where I'll, uh, you know, kind of side with Columbus on picking sides with players that don't really contribute to the team because – I would not like to see Dubinsky go, but I would at not the same like to see time, go I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll go. Oh, I don't think so. Either. I think. Uh, I mean, I'd be surprised. Could he get traded in the off season? Maybe. I'm not ruling it out because I don't think him management and Torts. I think they're not completely on the same page right now. Absolutely. Um, but I, I mean, mean, to he, to your second point with getting Tavares, yeah, I would love to get Tavares. I don't know how we would oh God, trade that. Would that would be a beauty. Bobrovsky for Tavares. Bobrovsky for Tavares. You heard it here first. Any any player you want, just put Sergey Bobrovsky in there. That's, I mean, I, 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 <laughs> yeah. for those of you that are just now listening, if you skipped ahead for some reason just to do the let's get social to hear your question and you didn't listen to earlier, I love Bobrovsky. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. David, what were you going to say? Uh well, first of all, if since we're talking about Dubinsky, we just we really we really got to hope he kicks that uh, that nasty habit in the offseason. Oh, season. I know. And we he, don't need him with, mean, that, with that addiction. We, we, we can't we can't be having especially if he goes like out to that. Vegas I mean, again. Oh, you know, I mean, dear God, oh, no, he's absolutely not. It's gonna be bad. I mean, but now, all right. Next question. Uh, let's see here. This one is from Sam. Not even gonna pronounce the last name. Let me try it. I'm gonna go with. Eichelberger. Oh. I, too, will go with Eichelberger. Eichelberger? Uh, I think I'm, I'm close. I, I, I think you're money. And it's, it's just like Eichel. Consensus and then, is yeah, Eichelberger. That's what I, I saw the Eichel. So just like, like Eichel yeah. and then Donnie Berger. So, so yeah. Sam Eichelberger. Uh, what positions do you feel the Blue Jackets should focus on adding some depth to during the offseason? Center. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I center. think we all three can agree on a center. I mean, um, I think Pierre-Luc Dubois. Blah, blah. The Pierre, boys. The boys. Uh, he did. I'm um, don't get me wrong. He did phenomenal this year. Is he a first line center at He's this young. particular moment? I don't know. I think we he played great yes. in the playoffs, but there were moments that he was kind of like, okay, you can tell well, he's yeah, a young he's kid. He's young, little yeah. guy. So I, he will definitely mold into a first line center. I think uh, with this Blue Jackets team, but I think we're still lacking a guy that can go toe to toe in the playoffs with you know some of these other guys. I we'll agree. Around the the, let's get him this year to grow, and I think he'll be there. He could. He could. He could very well. I mean, he was pretty much, I feel like, almost there in his first year, which is incredible. That's unbelievable. So. Yes. I, and I was saying it when people were like, who the hell is this Dubois guy? Yeah. Come well after, we, you know, watching him, seeing how he played this year. I mean, I mean last year, too, just as down yeah. there. But guy's yeah, no, got I, talent. He no, he does. Uh, not be, knocking anything. He, he's a phenomenal player. He played but pretty good. In the, uh, I mean, <coughs> yeah, he played good in the Stanley. He's got balls too. We Stanley all know Cup that. He's and, got balls. Um, balls as big as the building. Yeah, but I think, uh, yeah, we all kind of agree. Have a healthy I think Wierenski we just too. we just need another guy. We have Panarin, who's that guy that can just pretty much make anything happen at will. I think that's something we were hugely lacking uh, with this franchise for years. But I think we're one more kind of scoring for Carlson away last question we got a couple more of us we, we this is probably a two-hour podcast i gotta we gotta wrap this thing Fantastic. Up. uh so last question what color is a mirror are you I mean, serious do you know what color it is what? there's no color into it i mean wouldn't a, That's mirror a good question technically though. be like it's a reflection it's of completely color so it could be every color it's, but the mirror no, itself has to be a there's color. no opacity in it 
There's a collar that's that's it's a big word for you. Like I said, wouldn't a mirror, since it just reflects light, it would just be every color? I think a mirror is a color, but I don't know what color it is. I think since it's a reflection, it's every color on the spectrum. It's Roy G. Biv. That's what the I color mean, when you're looking at the mirror itself, there is a color there. Well, there's a mirror behind us, so let's, let's look at this. <laughs> That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking directly at a mirror. I feel like this, uh, there's this should be a question for... Uh, Ask Jesus. If you're going to sit around a circle late at night on a Friday <laughs> night, this should just be a. Take a part in some. Right, right, we're done here. We're done. This is we've rambled on too far. If you made it this far, listening, thank you. Congratulations. Hey, it's been an entertaining two hours. So it has. It's been. It went by quick. Around. It's been an hour and a half. Uh, they, David, thanks for coming on the first ever. Your first ever time. And you did good. You done I did good, kid. It. I hope. Uh, I think you might be a replacement for somebody. Well, that Probably makes me most feel likely good because I've been sitting here the entire Bring night. Bring off! Just kidding. Hoping, uh, hoping I could be uh, a. Um, Luckily, like er, I'm gonna put you in the group chat. A reoccurring uh, member on the podcast. We're gonna officially drop you in. Do you want to be in our artillery group you, chat? You have an iPhone, right? <sighs> oh God! Uh, <laughs> You're gonna ruin it. You're gonna make us green. <laughs> oh, uh, fuck! Somebody go buy this guy an iPhone. So never mind, you're not going to be in there. I do have my work phone is an iPhone. All right, we'll put you so on. Put you on that one. Give us right, that number. That works. Uh, okay. Because okay. every time I drop in the group chat, hey, who wants to do a podcast today? We usually strive for Wednesdays, and everybody knows Wednesdays, and yet some t- somehow four guys can't make it. So. Well, I. Uh, now we just I have one no more friends, so I am <laughs> always <laughs> available. You're just out Wednesday there on your lawnmowers. Evenings. That's right. Uh, um, winning championships. Yeah. Because I'm very upset. I I learned that a mirror is white today. I told you. It's so a color. I was correct. It is color. White is the reflection. It's just the wavelengths and the colors and the spectrums and the. So it's white. <coughs> science. It's it's science. See, so don't say we never taught you something, little boomers. I was right. You learn mirror something new every day. I was right. We want to th- thank oh, Lamp Apparel, our official it. sponsor, LampApparel.com. Click on the CBG Artillery link. Buy yourself some merch. Everything. Well, actually, the website's not 50% off, but the in-store is 50% off, but we're probably going to change that in the next couple of days. And if anybody knows anybody that works for Dude Wipes... Seriously. <laughs> tell them about us. Dude Wipes... Uh, I told if you follow all my, my personal, if you about follow, Dude Wipes. Yeah, if you dude follow wipes my personal Twitter, if, if you're a dude... and You like to eat roosters, chipotle... You like to eat spicy things, whatever. Whatever comes out your butt. You, sometimes you just need a nice wipe. Not toilet paper. Toilet paper is dry. It's Something chalky. To come after the toilet yeah. paper. You, you, you do the comfort. first couple yeah. wipes with the toilet paper. You flush. Then you, you go the in with some soothing you come aloe with a dude on your wipe. booty hole. I fully recommend and endorse this product. You can go to Kroger. It's in the toilet paper aisle. They are wipes They're fantastic. for dudes. It's literally called dude wipe. Uh, and they, I use it on my butt. Yep. And you don't realize how much poo-poo you leave behind until you it's get true. a dude wipe. You got to get those dingleberries. <laughs> you got to get the dingleberries. <laughs> you got to get those Toilet paper's not, it's not doing uh-uh. anything, Justin. And, it, and, and speaking of toilet paper, the dude wipes help get rid of that residue from does. the toilet paper yeah. that you, you leave behind when you what. buy some treats. All right, that's it, boys. We're done. A couple of lawnmower racing people come down to the hockey <laughs> shop today. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, if you made it this long, thank you. Uh, don't forget, leave a five-star review on iTunes. Tell us how awesome we are. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, the CBJ Artillery. We are going full-on video next season. 
for the podcast. Obviously, it's going to be on iTunes and SoundCloud still, but we're going to post uh, to YouTube, to Facebook to YouTube, Live. Facebook we'll do some Facebook Live. Live. We'll do a bunch of uh, interaction. We're moving, uh, we're moving into a new studio space. We uh, Literally right across the hall. But yeah, huge but upgrade. It's huge upgrade, and I spent a lot of money on Amazon to make it try to look pretty. We're going to have a I bought hell a of big time. table. You guys come visit us. I bought chairs. I bought soundproofing for the wall. It's going to look like a studio, too. I bought some other cool stuff. If you're going to visit, though, bring beers. All right, we're done here. Again, <laughs> subscribe to the Artillery Podcast. Five-star review. We love you, little boomers. Until next time, I'm Jordan. That's Ben. That's David. I'm Ben. Thanks, Ben. Yeah. Bye, all. Thanks, Ben. You're welcome, Thanks, Keep it sleazy. <laughs> Take it easy. Come with the Tony Homo for clowns and all the balls. I ain't pick on psycho. The mama bad like Michael. Can't really trust nobody with all this jewelry on you. My roof look like a no show. Got diamonds by the ball. Don't act like you my friend when I'm rolling through my hands. You stuck in the friend zone. I tell that four, five to fifth. Ayy, honey bands inside my shorts. A chain, all the shit. Try to stuff it all in, but it don't even fit. Ay, know that I've been with the shits ever since the J. Ay, I made my first million. I'm like, shit, this is it.